you have two weeks to do something that takes three days. This is what someone explained to me. That's oh, a good and a bad thing at the same time. Seven percent, nine percent. What's Skyler? Ten percent. I kind of just heard you said something percent. Yeah, I'm up ten percent on a paper trade I took today. Oh, nice. Eleven percent. What was the trade? Um, Microsoft call. I just I had a price level that I knew was a significant price level. It crossed it, and I took the trade. And uh, we're up. We're trading on. Um, think or swim. Oh, nice. Why are you? Why aren't you like uh, trading with your 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 real dollars and but just paper trading right now? Um, I was really trying out different things. <laughs> you were losing too much money. Yeah, I kept well, like I kept just fucking taking lottos that were not. They were not uh good lottos, and I was like, you know what, dude? Like, if you're serious, like you might as well just do it in a paper account, prove that you can do it consistently. Like, why would you? play around with your real money before you know you're profitable. It doesn't make any sense. You can do it for free. You try multiple different uh, option strategy or you yeah, usually just definitely. go with con puts? Um, well, I mean, I think there's more nuance to it within like a call and put. Like a call and put is like what time frame are you looking at? What indicators are you looking at to take the trade? that all affect your strategy. I think it, the most like simplistic level is saying like, oh, the strategies are, I'm going to take a debit call spread or I'll put, you know, it's like, that's, that's just your, your structure of your trade, really. I think the strategy yeah. is more of like how you read the ticker and what you think it's going for, how long you think it's going. So the uh, thing is paper trading? Yeah, uh-huh. I'll have to check that out. Um, Skyler, do you and do a year more than welcome to join us. Um, but do you want to start um, meeting at Market Open on Monday, this upcoming Monday? Um, yes, I'm gonna say yes, but I'm gonna say maybe probably not every Monday. Like I know this one, this Sunday, like my mom's gonna be here. I'll probably oh, be out oh. later drinking with no, her or something like that. Be- so. We can do it next. We can wait another week. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, almost every week, Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday, I'll be down to do that one day a week. Yeah, but Tuesday so, won't work for me, but... Okay. Wait, you Monday want to be at market open to, to do the podcast, or do you mean just meet? Oh, no, just to so do some trading. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're going to set up market open. Uh, and we're going to go live on the Discord and probably post to, like, social media and stuff. Oh, you know, okay. like, hey, come yeah. join us on our Discord. And, yeah. And if we My make schedule money, is, like, consistently changing. But for, for, like, the next few Mondays, I know that I'm open for it, yes. Yeah, because it'd be nice to get some people in here. I mostly just do crypto right now, and I just do uh, cash secure put on some other people account but so i don't really need to like you know be up on market open anymore you know what i mean mm-hmm. 
You should uh, paper trade with us. I'm sorry, what? Uh, you should paper trade with us. Try out some new oh, strategies. Yeah. I I haven't got into scalping and like uh, doing like quick trade like that as um, mm -hmm. too much because I feel like <laughs> anytime I do it, I I I usually get burnt. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I think I mean trading is such a personal thing. You know, you just gotta find what makes sense to you, what works for you. You know, mm -hmm. there's, there's so many different ways to get to the finish line and the goal of like just making being profitable that I think um, yeah I mean just do what I find like yeah. there's certain tickers that I just feel like I always get burned on like I always try to take a trade on like in, like Apple I always lose my Apple trades I don't know why <laughs> and it's like, yeah, like it's funny, I love Apple <laughs> no and it's like Tesla <laughs> like I fucking can shoot in the dark and like I'll just fucking make money on it and I'm like I don't understand that's me with um uh netflix like i've made so many bad trades on netflix and then got saved by some random ass news or like tv show like i do a trade and it's like oh you know it's like oh shoot netflix missed earnings and i'm holding on this trade for like four more days and then it's like Oh, Netflix just, you know, reports more money coming in from South Korea. Now they're, like, cash positive or whatever. And it's like, oh, Netflix. Squid Game? <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, Squid Game happens. And now Netflix is, you know, I get a booster behind it. Like, just saves my trade. Like, Netflix is, they're putting in the work for me. You know, they, they can't let me lose too much money. Uh, I end up canceling my subscription. Right, right. I I was just trying to like look for certain trades that I can just repeat. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm trying to mm -hmm. cash flow from stock, which is not, you know, not a good not oh, it's viable, I guess, but that's why I do cash and care put. But I was also uh trying to do like iron butterfly on like the most like stable thing that I could find out there. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't know if you guys know about uh, this ticker. It's called HYG. It's a no, no, it's it's iBox. It's called iBox High Yield Corporate Bonds ETF. And over the last five years, the lowest it 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 hovers around eighty three, and the highest it goes is like eighty eight. It did crash during the uh, March COVID thing, where it jumped down to like sixty nine. <laughs> But it hovers at such like a a short range, you know. So I feel like I, I like I can churn that. But uh, I haven't missed yet. But then I get so impatient that I just tried to go for other strategy for some reason. So now I I just don't do that anymore because <laughs> this is a very slow strategy. Mm -hmm. Right, right. No, and I think. I definitely looked at like stuff like that too, because I think just off your like my initial I don't know what do you call it just common sense is like oh I should be able to find a stock that trades within a certain range over a period of time for how long you know it's like it seems it just seems I don't know I think more simple but yeah in practice like I haven't really 
found anything that gave me like you know just like extreme confidence that i'm like oh yeah this is a lock you know i don't think there's such thing as a lock in trading really no unless you have an insider trading (laughs) yeah hello everyone and welcome to another episode of to the moon um we're gonna be back on a more regular scheduled release schedule and uh we're just happy to be back and uh producing content for you yep Whee. i don't know what was that so we could be leading into the music Um, so, Dewey, Cash Secure put, remind me, that's when you own the actual stock and then you put a cat, you, you, but you put a put on it pretty much. So you're kind of hedging in a sense. Uh, it's like, say, you own. So, what I do right now for someone else is that they, their account will be basically owning 100 shares of a, a stock. In this case, it is Apple. And then. I will uh, sell, then sell a put, uh, which, okay. which means if it, which means uh, I'm agreeing to sell the 100 shares if it is below that price, but I have to sell at the strike price. So as long as it is above that price, then I get to keep the premium. Oh, right. right. Yeah. So the same go in reverse. Um, if I don't own a hundred shares of Apple, then I can do a sell call and eat the premium on that. And it's like a cycle. And that's why they call this like the, the I think the wheel strategy, because it's like, yeah, yeah I've heard about the like wheel. Sh- yeah. yeah. So, because it's just going circles and as long as you, as the stock doesn't just crash and go to nothing, which that's why I do right. Apple, yeah. it should, you know, uh, generate decent income. Uh, in a cat in 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 a in a, in a really close to cash flow sense. So I remember last week you guys mentioned that you guys want to talk about NFTs, right? Um, yeah, definitely because there's a lot of buzz around um NFTs right now. Has any of you guys have experience with NFTs, like looking into a certain project or trying to buy it or something like that? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know, um, someone actually came to me and they want to create their own NFT. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was starting to do a little bit of research on how to do that and if there's any um, platforms to, you know, easily create your own NFT, I guess. Yeah. From what I heard, what you can do is get something on GitHub and like uh have a designer just like do different parts of a of of the the nft the characters that you want to do and then the code in github will help you like randomize them so that way you can generate like a th- like 10,000 of them quicker rather than having to draw like you know one by one yeah. cuz that would take forever oh okay i see what you mean hmm. it's kind of i don't know i think it kind of like there's a lot of projects like that though that are just i think a randomly generated art is less not like just not as 
good. I was like hand drawn, you know. Yeah, yeah but the, the um the ha- the hand drawn like each individual, what is it? Asset. Yeah, asset like a hat, and then they draw the body, and then they draw the hand and the jewelry or something. But then the thing will generate right, and combine. Uh, it just generates a bunch of random. Yeah, which still, I mean, I feel like it's still a little. I think that's the majority of the NFT space right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess, yeah, how are they going to hand draw fucking 44,000 fucking images and shit? It's just like when you buy a print of a painting, you know? Like, you can buy the Mona Lisa, or you can buy a print of the Mona Lisa. You know, and there might be a limited run on prints. And they're still worth a lot of money, but... So would you guys ever buy an NFT? Yeah, yeah I, I would buy a Solana bird the other day. I wanted to buy it because the Solana Bird, is yeah, Burb, B I R B. Um, they just like I think their project is interesting. Their like website is unique, um, and like they just there's you know it's a uh, I don't know it just caught my eye, and then I was at the drop on my computer and I just I wasn't lucky you know I didn't get it so. Uh, what was yeah, your goal I, of buying? I, Sorry, you go ahead. Oh, no, no. Skylar can answer that. That's a good question. Yeah. I didn't hear. Oh, so what's, what's your goal of buying it? Are you buying it to, like, collect it? Or are you trying to flip it? or what, No, what for sure. I mean, I want to buy it because I, I think it has potential to go, whatever, 10x, 100x, or whatever. Um. I don't really care too much about owning digital art. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, it's just an investment for me. Mm-hmm. I tried buying that. Uh, lotto investment, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I tried buying one of the two short NFTs, but they sold out too quick. The two short? Yeah. The Bay Area rapper too short. Oh yeah, you did mention that before, right? Yeah, he has he has some NFTs in the. It's just like a floating button that spins in a circle that says "bitch," and I wanted to collect that. I would never sell. Uh, what did it already sold out? Like, did it already? Oh, it sold out in like minutes. Yeah, yeah. Did they're coming out more now. They're a lot more, huh? Did you wait for the drop? Yeah, I waited for the drop. And, like, I was on, and I think there was, like, 200 available. And, like, instantly, like, I clicked, and it was like, oh, they're gone. Wait, is it on blockchain, or is it just an FT, like, or is it just elsewhere? Um, I don't remember. I... It was. They're coming out with more. Do you know um, how much it costs? It was like I think it was like twenty five dollars. Oh, okay, that's cheap. Yeah. How much was the Solana bird um, that you were looking into, Skyler? Um, I think it was like. Uh, it was like I think half a a Solana. Solana's like one sixty. Oh, okay. It's like 80 or something like that. 80, 70. Yep. Yes, sir. 
I wonder oh. if there's a marketplace for those already. Like, are people out there trading it? Like, on, on the open market or not, you know? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Okay, so now the current price of them are $260. On the open market, right? Um, open C. Oh, on open C. Okay. Yeah. That's the thing with those. It's like they they place those price there, but then now who who's gonna buy them? Now the thing is, if nobody buy them, technically you're just a bag holder. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of like, oh, risk. huh? Uh, that's the risk. Yeah. It's not like a stock where you can just click buy buy and sell, and then it's it's probably someone gonna buy it. You know. Mm -hmm. take the place for you this is like a little auction where someone yeah. has to pay for it so uh, a lot of people see like uh, so the floor price for the Solana Burbs are um, two Solana now so they're like $300 so oh. a, but you know I mean there's a lot for sale so it's not like people are buying them up I would say yeah yeah. Although I think yeah, I like that one. And then so the thing is, like with the the drop they did today or or a week ago, um, in like two or three months, some of the birds are gonna uh, lay eggs. So I think a lot of people are gonna hold for that reason. Yeah. In general. And then you can sell the egg as a separate NFT or what? Well, I think the egg is gonna hatch into another bird. Oh. So you get. Another NFT of a a burb. Yeah, you get two burbs more or less. Ah, interesting. Yeah, uh, and then there's a lot of NFTs that are like games with and shit. Um, I have a friend I met in my club actually. He's like this dude from East Oakland who's in the real estate and shit and just like generally investing. And yeah, he created an NFT project called Blockbot. And they're doing pretty good. They're like still like relatively like low, you know. Like they have a few thousand followers on Twitter. They have a good amount of people, thousands of people in their Discord and stuff. And he's been selling them out. For... That's a his is an uh, an Ethereum project, so you know it's on <clears throat> OpenSea. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, no, he pretty much. Uh, I think it was selling out like a couple hundred bucks each drop. Oh, like so he, or he already dropped it. Yeah, no, he's like they're still releasing, and like their things is like they they're like gonna build a game that you can fight, you know. So like, you know, and oh, he's gonna build a game. That's nice. Because finally, yeah. an MFT project will actually have a purpose and not just like a profile picture. Yeah. Recently, I I uh, I saw this TikTok. It's uh, it was explaining, or like talking about NFTs, mm -hmm. and they explained this theory called like, well, I'm pretty sure that this theory is elsewhere, but like it's like the greater's fool theory, as in wow. like you would buy something and then you, you would try to sell it for a higher price to the to the higher to to the higher fool, like the fool behind you, in a sense, you mm -hmm. know what I mean. Because for these NFT drops, what I notice is that this, uh, before it drop, there is something called like a community drop, 
which is like you have to be active on like uh their discord and their twitter or something you know so like yeah first 1000 people will get early access to these nft Mm -hmm. there's only a limited amount you can buy and then there is a commute that and then there's something else the second layer is that the whitelist so community whitelist is when anyone can sign up but you have to sign up for the whitelist before the like a week or a few days before the launch and then there's public which is you don't have to sign up to anything but these projects usually never make it to public you know mm-hmm. like never ever reach public because yeah 20% is already sold with the community and then within the 30 minutes that the people in the whitelist is is uh is available like it's it's sold out so quick but i feel like the only way to make money if you're trying this if if that's your goal besides like collecting is, mm-hmm. is you have to get into these community or like these whitelists yeah. early and you buy at floor price like uh like for example like a uh, project Skyler mentioned I looked on their Twitter and it said it's at 0.5 soul, right? The only way to make money mm-hmm. is probably buy it at 0.5 and you can you can sell it at one and for sure somebody will buy it. Yeah. Right? Like Hello? Damn it. Yes, okay. All right, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna come back. <laughs> I think we can hear you now. Yeah. <laughs> so not the best though. Can you say Okay. <laughs> yeah, so it's L at 0.5 soul. And uh I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure you can sell it because like floor price that he uh Skyler said they're selling it for two right now on the on the marketplace or something. Mm-hmm. So if you sell below market you know, like you know, then like you will be on the front page when they sort like for the cheapest one. So the chance of you selling it is much higher. Yeah, and it's only five thousand of these these burp. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want one now? <laughs> I I don't. Well, it's already done. I... No, but see, it's not done because they're gonna start hatching eggs. Oh, um, nah. It's uh I don't know. Like no, I, I, I mean like... you you point out the absolute, you know, the true flaw and I mean like it's not flaw, but that's just a game, right? Like it's all dependent on people staying uh relatively interested, like like in like the the engagement of the community popularity yeah it's all dependent on that and like in theory um some unfortunate soul who hopefully just really wants to own a jpeg uh is left holding the bag um and that i think that's like the true like that's always been my like like what like what's what's the point like I, i feel like it's just a thing to be a thing, you know, it's like who really just wants to own a piece of digital art? I guess there are people, but like, I, it just doesn't really seem super viable to me. But I think it's just like this weird cultural phenomenon now where it's like, it's just a ton. 
and people are interested in it. And I think, yeah, 90% of people who are involved in it are involved in it because it's an opportunity to make money. Um, And if everyone's involved in it to make money, then, yeah, eventually when the buck stops at some point, someone's going to be left holding the bag. But it's just a game of hot potato. Like, don't don't be left holding the hot potato. Pay attention to what's going on in the communities and blah, 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 you know? Yeah. I see it. What I notice is I what I um so you guys watch Pokemon before right when you're younger or something right yeah yeah so you you guys know how Ash have like that Pokédex thing like mm-hmm. the, the machine that he opens up the thing is that there's no Pokédex for NFTs as in the only way for me to show you like hey check me out I have this NFT is to open the marketplace that I'm selling it on or whatever to show you, oh, look, you know, and it's not universal, you know, and it's not like verified in a way, you know what I mean? Like if Mm -hmm. it's like the same place, like, oh, I can put this NFT in this wallet and I can pull it up and you can pull up my NFT as a picture, but like, hey, you don't have it in this wallet like I do. So mine is the the real one. Uh, Mine is the unique one. Yours is just a copy. But, like, how do I show that to someone else besides pulling up the marketplace? With pulling up the marketplace, like, each project have their own marketplace, you know? Like, you mentioned OpenSea. Uh, Skyler mentioned uh, Solana. I'm pretty sure Solana have their own marketplace and not... It's called Solana. Uh, it's, like, one word, solanart.io. Okay, yeah. And there's, like, so many other different marketplaces out there. So, you know, like, it's not unified into a place where I can just store all of them. So. Mm-hmm. They probably eventually will do that, though, where you can move it into, like, your, a personal wallet or something. It's funny because people said those same things about Bitcoin and, like, Ethereum. They're like, oh, there's all these different coins. They have no uses. And, like, how can, like, what if you take, Bitcoin, but I have Ethereum, you know, and now the market and technology has, you know, been able to merge those with third party resources and wallets and stuff like that. So I think, like, I don't think NFTs are completely useless. Like, right now they do kind of have like a dumb use of just not dumb, but just like really basic, you know. Where we're only using it for avatars, but I think there's definitely yeah. some possibilities for I someone. Think someone to make... can steal your avatar easily. <laughs> yeah, but there's also different ways where you know it's more than just the avatar too, because like with digital art, it's so hard to protect your digital art, and NFTs do help you know, artists, because they can turn their digital art into an NFT, and now if someone steals it, they have a proof that, you know, that as- that asset was stolen. Um, mm-hmm. And there's some cool music NFTs coming out where they, they're going to be tied into the royalty of, yeah. like, the song. Um, I can see a startup. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, shit. Uh, 
I don't think it's going to go anywhere just because of the general trend of what we've seen for like crypto stuff. Like it's still here. You know, I, I agree with Zach. I think there's a will, there's a way. Um, we will find really practical uses for NFTs, I think, in the future that, you know, who knows, like, like maybe like, you know, you, um, you get an NFT like with your shoes or something and then it proves your authenticity of your shoes because you also own the NFT, right? Or some shit like that. You um, that already or no? I wonder, what is that? I wonder if they do that already. I don't should. Know. That's a good yeah. idea. Yeah. That was my, yeah, my buddy Nate. He's got thought of that. Um, yeah. He's a data uh, scientist. So pretty smart dude. Um, but no, yeah, like I think... Just like the way we're headed, uh, I don't, I don't think uh, they're going anywhere, anywhere anytime soon. And uh, again, like for my, I think that application is like they're just a cool investment, and I like it because it's an investment. You have to be really culturally knowledgeable. I think that's the only real fundamentals you have is like how many followers. What what are people saying about this? Are people super excited? Are people somewhat excited? You know, you got to be able to, like, dig into these communities and figure it out. Um, and, I, I mean, I you know, I like to think of myself as some somewhat of an artist, you know, and I use my own personal taste to say, okay, is this project actually unique? Does it have, you know, because none of them are, like, super unique, right? But, like, I think what makes a CryptoPunk stand out or a monkey or a, um, what was the, the penguin one? Is there's just a, there's just a dash of that something that you can't really put your finger on that you just see it and you go okay yeah like they got it you know like that art gots it and so um, I don't know I think I get to indulge my ego a little bit playing with NFTs because I can kind of put that to the test and make money off me being able to say oh yeah this is a this is for real hello yeah. Yeah, um, you know, I I think I think there's like I actually have a few um, ideas that I'm working on in the NFT space, and I, I definitely think there's going to be some more use cases for it. It's just really early on. Um, I think being able to to digitally verify, you know, assets like that is going to be really important. And especially with how everything's becoming more and more connected to technology. Mm -hmm. I feel like they can do that something with tickets because uh, tickets is like one of those um, unique use as in like you need that mm -hmm. ticket to go to the certain event or something like that. Or even just uh, like sports cards, you know, and like trading cards. Um, that that's a whole use, you know. For I know a lot of people yeah. switching those into NFTs. Um, also like Steam, they've been doing this for like it's kind of like an NFT before an NFT, but yeah, you can like, sell your achievements. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like one of those tag on there, but then it's like a couple cents for like a, so, like a picture. I had one and I got one. I was playing this game and I got like some rare achievement and it's worth like $3. <laughs> like I played this game for like just a little bit. 
wonder why it didn't pop off. Speaking of sports cards, I'm holding some um, Top Shot, some Top Shot cards. Is that on DraftKings or? Nope, Top Shot. It was like an NFC that was kind of popping off. Um, Is that on? During the basketball season last year. And like, I want to say like probably in like mm-hmm. May-ish. Um, it's Ethereum, it's... right? I think they have their own blockchain. Oh. Huh. I don't know. Don't quote me on that though. I don't really know. I just it was it was a thing. It was exciting. Um I don't have very much money in it at all. I bought one that I just I like just wanted one. So I bought one on resale in the marketplace for like ninety bucks, I wanna say. I bought a Joel Embiid and then so you buy I, like ninety bucks. So did you put dollars in and it does convert to any other thing else or? No, actually, no, you don't use crypto to buy them. Oh, just... oh, okay. I wonder if the Kyle Irvings have gone down in price. The Kyrie Irvings? Yeah. So good question. Like, I wonder if like real world, you know, actions are affecting the NFTs on that. Well, I know as a whole, the market of Top Shot has like gone down in the last like four to five months. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, nah, I mean probably. Is it a picture or is it a video? It's a video. Okay, of like a certain play or something like of that. A right? play, yeah. So they're called moments. Mm. I'm looking. Okay, so 153 right sold in the last 14 days of one of mine. Ooh, lowest ask is like thirteen dollars. So yeah, it's that's I took a fat well for right now. I'm sitting on L for that one, but I own a couple others that I bought in a pack, and those ones have all accrued value because I got them, you know, fuller price. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These art does mm-hmm. look kind of cool. No, I think we'll probably see a jump in the market again, like mid NBA season. How many prints the do they have per moment? So it depends. Some of them are like fifteen thousand. Some of them are only five thousand, and then they're all numbered too. So there's like a one of one, you know. Oh, okay. So number. Oh, which one is which? Okay. And that affects the rarity. Oh. So if you buy it up all of the supply somehow of a certain moment, then you can have a monopoly of it. And then you can be like, hey, if you want this moment, I'm the only one selling it. Yeah. It has to be a pretty good moment, though. <laughs> it has to be a good moment. And, I mean, that's a huge investment. I mean, I think, like, that's – you're going to spend – A few thousands? Probably less – yeah, less than 100,000. I'd say north of fifteen the least for a cheap moment because there's also like then there's like tiers of moments right there's like fucking um you have like legendary you have like the right like just like sports cards. is that ranking like, rank- there- like could you imagine like if like, they had this moment back in the day when it was uh kobe versus shaq like that would be a huge you know moment that people would want to buy but i don't mm-hmm. really think you know, you have to get like the right moment if you're to try and 
you know, no one cares if Steph Curry shoots a three over some random ass Midwest team. <laughs> so the floor price for my James Harden is forty two bucks. So that's cool. I could make a little money if I wanted to sell right now, but I'm holding. See, and that's interesting too because, like, so you you're gonna hold that James Harden. He's kind of like on the downswing of his career, I would say. Yeah. But he has a chance to hit the Hall of Fame, right? Oh, he's a Hall of Fame player already. Yeah. Okay. So then, when when he goes into the Hall of Fame, is that going to increase the value of this or not? Well, that's like fucking 15 years from now, probably at the least. So who knows what NFTs or NBA Top Shot. But in theory, yeah, let's say NBA Top Shot is around and cooking. To say I own a fucking January 18th, 2021 James Harden probably would be worth a good amount of money, I would think. And it's a cool-ass play. I mean, it's a common, but it's still, you know, it was part of, like, a Seam Stars pack, so that makes it a little bit more rare. Um, and it's just a cool-ass crossover. Fucking cooked this, cooked this dude and went in and floated over the big. It's a pretty good play. So when you say it's a common, so there is, like, you know, like a like yeah, yeah. That was what I was saying. So there's tiers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's like legendary, um, there rare. Yeah, is it yeah, epic com- in the middle? Probably, I think so. I'm trying to let me go to the marketplace and tell me all tiers. Fandom tier. Oh, you can buy moment with crypto, but I think you can just buy with dollars, probably. Yeah, there's like common, rare, legendary, ultimate. And right now, like, ultimate. There's no ultimates for sale, so that's interesting. There's some legendaries, so like an Alex Caruso legendary. There's only seventy nine. Of them total is going for just below three thousand dollars. Um, so you would buy a pack and you would get those randomly, or is it? Yeah, so it's just totally random. You buy, they do like they drop packs, they do like a drop, and then their their system is a little bit better than I think most random drop shit. But anyways, you get put into a queue, and then you get randomly assigned a position. So back when I was buying them. You know, there'd be like 15,000 packs and like 50,000 people would be trying to buy. And so I was in like three or four of these drops and never hit. And then like finally, I just got lucky and you know, I was randomly generated into the top 15,000. Do you still list. have to pay? Yeah. yeah oh, okay. You buy it. You know, my, my pack, it was a common pack, so it was like 13 bucks. Uh-huh. Um, and I think the legendary packs started like, if, like I think the... The, the the ultimate pack is like ninety nine. The legendary pack is like fifty. The rare pack is like thirty dollars. That's at least the pricing when I was like paying attention to it. Um. So yeah, you can buy a legendary Kevin Durant for thirty thousand dollars. The average sale is twelve thousand dollars. Yeah, I know there was back when they, like again like the market as a whole was at a high. Like there was like. I think hundred thousand dollar LeBron cars. Yeah, here's a fucking 
$60,000 Giannis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I think this, I don't know if, like, NBA Top Shot might be, like, the Facebook or, or excuse, might be, like, the MySpace, you know? But I think there's mm-hmm. definitely a a trend here. And we'll probably see more competitors. We'll probably see it for NFL. Probably see it for pro baseball. I wonder why they haven't started that already. Well, I know they kind of have, like, the same concept. And um, there's, like, two different ones for football right now. One is, like, the Madden one. And then there's another one where it's just more, like, collectible cards that you buy. And they have, like, different versions of every player. You know, like, they might have, like, you know, special team player, the weak version of a certain card. or um, Like when they're younger or like when they were playing for the yeah, team. Like a rookie, team. Yeah, rookie card. Or even like weekly, you know, something might change and they'll have like, or it'll say like power up or, you know, stuff like that. And then that one, you know, like the power up one might be worth a little bit more than, you know, the gridiron one or however, however they put it. Um, so it's definitely happening. It's just... Just slow to change. There's all these new projects, too, where you can, like, buy stock and, like, everything. Which is a little... That that kind of concerns me, because I'm like... This is just... Like, um, I saw an ad on Instagram the other day, and it was like, buy stock and... What was it? I don't exactly remember, but like, like, uh, I think it, I think it was a sports thing. Yeah, I think it was like buy stock and like Messi, right? And then it's like an NFT, like the the. Oh, you're buying the stock of the NFT. That's it. Yeah, 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 that's what it was. You could buy a share of a cyberpunk, more or less, Mm. right? And then so I guess that stock price would follow the overall market of cyberpunks is my understanding. But yeah, I don't know. That just seems like too far removed from, from the original idea. Yeah. For me. There's these NFT projects where whenever there's a transaction, whenever it's sell, uh, when, whenever it's sold, there will be like a, like a premium or like, what is it? Like a royalty. Um, where whoever owns it before can get like a part of the royalty, or something like that, or you can buy into the royalty. Like you can um, yeah. buy to be owned to be a part of the NFT, and then whenever it's is sold, then you get a part of that royalty or something like that as well. Yeah, and I mean that's what that's much more of like. I remember people were I saw something like that on Twitter where the rocks. I don't know if you guys saw like those rock NFTs all blew up for a minute there. Mm-hmm. I mean, every week something new blew up, but um, yeah, and some guy turned it into like pretty much like fractional pieces of NFT, and like he was selling out pieces of the NFT, and I think yeah, it's that that same concept you get like a royalty for every time it's sold. That's something I would do. That seems like a cool passive income that like once you hit profitability it doesn't really matter how many more times it gets sold that's just money on it's the thing will it get sold you know at some point yeah nobody's gonna no. care about it anymore 
depend on right. the project. And again, like to that bag holding thing, it's like, yeah, yeah. I think for every NFT, it will eventually become stop a bag holding project unless, yeah, unless they keep updating it or something. But again, like it's just all a matter of getting in early because, yeah, with that royalty thing, say you pay, you know, 100 bucks to be in the royalty. And every time you get a royalty, it's like $25, right? So it has to sell four times. And then you start making money. Um, and shit. Uh, I would bet, I'd probably bet on a good amount of projects right now. They're going to resell more than four times. Yeah. Again, though, it's all, it's all subjective. It's all just like, there's no, just like yeah. trading crypto, there's not like a long history of this marketplace. There's no real like way to like use historical data to show like oh yeah this is what i think is going to happen not that even historical data even in the stock market sometimes really gives you the answers but it's a piece okay so for this week i guess i'm doing the educational piece so i'm going to be explaining uh what is DeFi. um do you guys know what DeFi is short for? I assume some of you would probably do. I don't. Only roughly. Roughly? Kind of? Yeah, like I just see it everywhere, like, kind of like... Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's, oh, it's a crypto thing. You just kind of move on. But no, I could learn. I could learn what the specific thing of DeFi is. Yeah. So, uh, so DeFi is short for Decentralized Finance. And finance refer to like uh like bank and uh, different functions of banks and whatnot. Uh, so 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 DeFi generally is an umbrella term, uh, for any financial application that is being used on crypto or blockchain, um, that's trying to ease the pain of using, a financial system right now, um. So, like for example, it's like uh some of the things that are trying to solve is like uh like yield in a saving account. Like a saving account is like what zero point zero five percent, or just holding your money in there, right? So they're trying to improve mm-hmm. on that, or lending. Lending, they will look at your credit score and they'll look at your history, your job, you know, everything where you live or whatever, like a bunch of different things. Uh, where on uh on DeFi, they they take a lot of those out, they usually just um, depend on your collateral or, or some certain other aspect. So it's just more options. Um, and you can collateralize, collateralize a lot of other things. Um, I actually found some place where they will actually let you collateralize NFTs, like what we talked about, which is pretty hmm. nuts. Like collateralize a, a JPEG <laughs> to borrow money is hilarious. Um, so I wanted to introduce, you know, I want to always be a little bit more practical. So explaining what DeFi is and that's what it does. But, uh, I want to introduce you guys to this website. It's called DeFi Llama. And, uh, it's a place to kind of like have a better understanding of the DeFi landscape as a whole, um, to know like what blockchain hosts, um, what kind of protocols and what kind of projects. For example, like the biggest uh, blockchain in DeFi right now is obviously Ethereum. Um, and we have mm-hmm. like some smaller one, which would not smaller, well, smaller, but doesn't mean they're small. 
uh, which is like uh, Binance. And my personal favorite is like Terra. And then we also have Solana. We have Polygon, Avalanche, and like a bunch more. But obviously ETH is the biggest one in DeFi. Mm -hmm. um, and then you can also see what kind of project is in those blockchain, right? So you can see like, oh, the top blockchain for ETH is uh, Curve or, or or Aave or, you know, you can see what place they're in, how much money is being locked up, um, which they're called um, TVL, which is total value locked. Uh, and yeah, and you can go go there and you see different projects and see how many, how much people is in, how much money is in certain projects. So you can have an idea of like, oh, you know, because usually a project with a lot of money in it is um, projects that have good history or projects that probably provide the best yield or easiest to use as well, right? So we have like Curve Finance, Aave, uh, Compound, like Lido Finance, Yearn Finance, Anchor, PancakeSwap, SushiSwap. Like those are all count as DeFi, you know? And obviously, I, I, you guys definitely heard of some of them, like PancakeSwap. And uh, I talked about Anchor before on here um so yeah i guess if you guys want to learn more about DeFi, you can check out DeFi llama i don't know why i sound like such an ad this is not the case yeah. i'm not involved with DeFi llama in any way well, uh, so. yeah it's a website just to 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 learn about the space you don't really like put money in it or anything like that so uh so yeah that's my educational piece of the week Nice. Yeah, it's nice to have a better understanding of DeFi. And I just took a quick glance at DeFi Llama. And yeah, there's just. Uh, thank you for listening. And if you like the content that we do on the show and want to see the other things we are working on, you can follow us at Ophelia Tech on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, MySpace, Friendster. You know all the major ones and you can also follow us at stockwise app on twitter and go to our website and subscribe to our newsletter we come out with content throughout the week that just alerts you on stuff that we're thinking about and please make sure to subscribe and comment about our podcast let us know what you think um, on any of your preferred podcast platform that works that's solid Oh, right. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, very juicy.